0: That's awesome. That's kind. Well, and that's very similar to why I started writing because uh-huh. I wanted to create my own content and be kind in of control. And so, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that that same feeling is similar to what you're having.
1: Well, I've been having a blast doing it too. Like I, for uh, the Retro Futurist Culture podcast that will be joining our Ruminations Radio Network, I. On him a couple uh, synth wave tracks. Nice. I just had a great time doing it, and I just really hope that uh, people like the stuff that I'm putting together for them. And if they don't, that's great too. But I mean, I just had a lot of fun too. The next project is a couple chip tunes. I've never done that before, so I'm excited to try it. That's cool. What are those specifically? Uh, writing stuff that sounds like 8-bit music. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So since we've got a couple video game centric casts and then they um after uh mikey heard the tracks i did for him the synthwave tracks he asked if i would do a couple songs for the tag cast that he also co-hosts on and that website the adult gamer so nice. shout out to adult gamer yo yo. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo 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 hopefully at this point i'll be uh playing my tracks on the beginning of their their podcast here soon too so i'm oh, excited fantastic. Like, like being creative you know yeah. Well, thanks for inviting me. It's uh, I'm Pleasure kind of you. really getting excited about it. <laughs> Man, I'm I like I said, when we first kind of threw this idea uh, together, it was kind of Charlie and I and, and Arvig, we were kind of just chatting and talking. And um, when it comes to creatives and people that I respect in the creative uh, sphere, like you like immediately came to mind because I really respect the things that you've done, the things that you've kind of like thrown out there and like put on the line. And it's just, it's really inspirational. So I'm excited to have you on board.
0: Oh, thanks, man. Um, I feel like I have not done enough, um, but I appreciate everybody, right, man? That's
1: that's creative because you want a lot for yourself. You feel that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 whatever yearning or desire that's, that wants to be broken out. Or to break out, yeah, I definitely think is in a lot of us. Yeah,
1: that desire to share, which um, I have to think that for a lot of people and for the human experience, man, that's kind of what sets us apart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. to, create, to create art, um, you know, not to take it to a dark place, but even in the uh, concentration camps in like the worst possible conditions humans have ever really endured. Like people were creating art, you know, quietly, secretly, wherever they could. It just gives us purpose. gives us meaning to this chaos. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that went deep quick. But I just, you know, to start, you know, thanks for joining Ruminations from the Red Room today. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, This episode, we're talking to Anthony about his upcoming podcast anthony what's the name of your podcast coming up on the ruminations
0: (laughs) so the working title is uh ruminations on tony's tall tales (laughs) i don't know if that's going to be kept but it was the only thing that i kind of came to mind that one of the biggest things i've noticed is it made me chuckle (laughs) (laughs) and i just like just laugh at it um but i don't know if, if it's it's very encompassing for what the actual show may be or will become
1: Uh but um, i don't know what did you think when you when you heard it (laughs) what was your feedback well for one for me i'm really flattered that everyone's kind of like uh gravitating towards the brand of the ruminations um there are a couple who've already like picked names that didn't involve the ruminations Mm -hmm. brand name and that's totally cool that's great and i so don't stick with that if you don't want it but um, by the time we air this, when it gets published, I'm sure it will have a, a solid name. But um, I think it's fun, and it, but you go with what you feel is right. You, cool. you know, follow your heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think. I think I think yeah, there was something about um,
0: just the lightness of it, and in a sense of there was a yeah. there was a, a funness to it that I kind of am gravitating towards right now, and I think that's key too, because I think that was one of the things where. I have to work on a lot is bringing, um, you know, fun levity, more, uh, happiness in my life because I feel like I, I am (laughs) very easy in falling into the serious trap and becoming very, uh, dark and moody. So, uh, I try really hard to work on not having that be all consuming.
1: (laughs) You know, I love you, man. And I've known you for a lot of years and I just want to throw this out there. I get, I get where you're coming from. Um, and I've known you to step inside yourself and, yep. <laughs> and think those deep thoughts and stuff. However, at the same time, like I don't know many people who have as infectious a personality as you. With Oh, that. thanks, man. You know, you've got a smile that lights up a room and like this energy that just can't be matched. So, I mean, just for what it's worth, I adore your company. Oh, thanks. I
0: appreciate that. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting because a, while, a long time ago I had done – Um, there was this personality test that I went through at one of my jobs. And it was Mm -hmm. one of those ones that was pretty in depth where they, they Mm -hmm. broke down, like they give you the color wheel and all this information and was really spot on and scary how spot on it was. Mm -hmm. Um, But the color wheel was one of the biggest things where I, uh, I noticed that the amount of energy it takes me to, be in that wheelhouse um is not my default so it's 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 very nice to be able to um engage in that um because yeah it is it it is one of those things where it's it's just we just need more positive vibes man like we just i think there's a there's already we're we're covered on negativity we're covered on darkness (laughs) we're good we're good (laughs) We, we need we need to go to the other spectrum and bring a little bit
1: more of that into our our our, our palette. <laughs> well, you know, people are constantly reclaiming things, and so I think for me, part of this branding, even with ruminations, and people have pointed out, like, well, you know, what to ruminate is actually kind of a negative thing. I was like, well, I kind of want to reclaim it. I mean, if people can make finna mean something, if people can mm-hmm. make sick mean something different than what it originally meant, then I can. I can, uh, I'm taking it back, I'm taking back ruminations. And I'm I want, like, I feel that we can ruminate in in a, in a positive light and a negative light, just the whole experience of, of being in consciousness mm-hmm. about ruminating. You know, let's think the deep thoughts and let's talk about it. Nice. So, well, and it's because the definition for it doesn't have a
0: negative connotation, right? Because I think it's like, it really is about deep thought, just as you mentioned.
1: Oh really? Because I've had a couple people tell me otherwise, and I thought I looked it up. But hey, man, I'll go with your definition if it. Yeah, let's take that.
0: When I looked, okay, we'll we'll look it up briefly. Uh, Noun: the first, the first definition is a deep or considered thought about something. (laughs) That seems pretty. (laughs) That's pretty straight up. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty straight up. And interesting because like the the example it gives is philosophical ruminations about life and humanity.
1: Doesn't seem very negative to me. all right cool man we'll take it um charlie one of our other uh, ruminators i guess ruminator is not the right term I guess it's a, it's a ruminaire. okay oh if you are a ruminaire you're one who ruminates I get it. nice okay <laughs> like that sounds fancy i like it i dig yeah. it yeah um but so as we're as we're kind of like digging through these and kind of jumping on board with uh, all these deep thoughts i thought it important that we do these intros so that we get to know each of our ruminator hosts nice and so as one of our minute hosts I've got just a couple questions for you okay and uh, take them take them where you want to take them
0: Perfect. so
1: you want to talk about story and tales and I know that you're going to go into that in our part two of this but let me just start with a couple quick questions who are your favorite authors who are your favorite teller of tales
0: Herman Hess Oh. right off, right off the bat it for whatever reason herman has really there was something and it was interesting too because i didn't follow his work very early in my life uh, i found a lot of his works and read um some of his works in various stages of my later life uh-huh. and just profound like the, the, it's 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 that thing where you have such a a deep experience reading somebody's work um that he was the author that did that for me um so he definitely is a top author for me um for sure a lot of my other authors uh, that are favorites of mine come from either the comic book realm or the video game uh, arena but for literature it's it's definitely herman has
1: so when you say you found Hermann Hesse later in life, what kind of turned you on to uh, his work? It's his. It seemed like the themes and
0: just the content that he he presented was very in line with what I kind of am drawn to, and probably also to what I have an affinity for. His work is very deep in the abstract and also, too, with this idea about um, archetypes. Uh, um, Dealing with our progression through life, um, dealing with the philosophical meanings, dealing with um, uh, deep analysis within one's internal, you know, um, struggle. Um, He's just, it's just a very... It just, it comes across as very deeply profound, like that inner work. um, I don't know if that, that term, uh, it
1: seems to have been coming up a lot more in our our current climate, I think. Um, Well, we all have a little bit more time to kind of like ponder self-knowledge and awareness. I could see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so I just feel his
1: work encapsulates a lot
0: of that, um, that process and a lot of that, you know, discovery and searching.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that as you've grown, that kind of thing has had more import in your life? Or do you think uh, that it, it could it could have helped you earlier? Like as we turn some people on to some of this stuff, um, do you think well, I, I guess what I'm saying is like with with age comes a certain amount of wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. So is that is that part of this? You know, it's interesting
0: because I, I, I'm a big believer in in timing things happening when they need to happen, um, you I, I'm also a believer in that you might not be ready for certain quote unquote truths yes. um, at a certain at a certain point, or it might not have uh, triggered um, the next stage of your growth in the same way. Um, so I feel like I kind of you know, encountered him exactly when I needed to encounter him. And I read different um, books of his at different points that were just appropriate for that time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's, but also too, I think I was also, I'm I'm a big seeker of knowledge. So I think that helps as well as if you're searching for the knowledge, um, it will find you and it will impact you at the time that it needs to impact you.
1: I mean, that's pretty, pretty dense. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, you know what's funny is like I remember being a kid like, and then people saying uh, you're dense. I guess like you can have it and you can mean different things at different times, different people. But I mean, that's some thick stuff to, to delve into. Um, are you trying to kind of uncover that as you go along with your own writing, as you're creating stories? And you know what? It totally got off track. I mean, I was just going to ask you about favorite authors, but it just <laughs> – so. <laughs> it just really engrosses me the idea of this the search for self knowledge the spirituality of it the the and and then you start talking about finding things when you're meant to find them and you know it's really ironic when you
0: said dense because i the, you know literally the second <laughs> <for> rumination <laughs> the second definition is the action of chewing the cud <laughs> so <laughs> that is so appropriate where y- and I think that's that goes back to your point where these these things require these are such dense matters that right, they do yeah. require um, you having to go over them, you having to work them. It's not something that's gonna be an easy, you know, um, an easy find in the yeah. sense that it it's gonna take some work and effort. And I, I think also too that's that's what I've realized or I've I've started to understand that there is this thing where there's no shortcut for the work. If if you want to do anything worthwhile, it's gonna to have to take some work. You can't you can't automatically say I want to get to the result, I want yeah. to get to the finish product without there being some sort of of process.
1: Yeah, that's a tough lesson, man. It really is. Yes. Like it's something that sometimes people go their whole life without really recognizing. So I'm with you on that. Like everything that that ever is worth achieving or doing or if you want a particular result, I mean, it's gonna take a, a bit of effort. There's work involved. So yeah, nothing, yeah, it just gets thrown at you. I guess I don't know. Maybe if you win the lottery or something. Like <laughs> um, I'm sorry,
0: I didn't want to get sidetracked off your 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 point just, that you were trying to say um, beforehand. Um, but what was the question that you asked before that?
1: Was well, just I just wondered what who your favorite author was, and and I you know we're talking about like that's kind of deep. But then there's so you also kind of brought in a couple uh, comments about different mediums like games, uh, movies and things. So, you know, outside of just a regular like uh, literature author, do you have like a favorite screenwriter?
0: Screenwriter has been very interesting because I I gravitated a lot towards Michael Mann. Um, OK, OK. And I started to really enjoy um, Aaron Sorkin recently.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: I, he had, he has a masterclass on that, um, website, um, masterclass. (laughs) (laughs) And I went through that course and it was just, I really appreciated it. And I thought a lot of what he had to say was, was very, um, um, inspirational. It was also very, just, it was very great. I took a lot from it. Um, so, and, also to rewatching some of his work. It's very, it's very admirable what he's been able to do and the type of work he's been able to produce. Um, So he would be a screenwriter that I would definitely, uh, I definitely admire.
1: I'm looking over some of his work. I mean, I'm familiar with him just like a little bit, but I, I gotta be honest, I haven't like delved into his catalog really deeply. Oh,
0: yeah, no no worries. I mean, he, he's done a lot of um, – I mean, he adapted well, – Why I wouldn't say adapted, but it was because it was an original screenplay. But um, Social Network, yeah, um, that had a lot of Oscar buzz that year. Um, the West Wing, he did that television show. Um, Newsroom was another one, a uh, big one with Jeff Daniels on HBO. Um, he's done some plays. Uh, a Few Good Men,
1: that was his um, his, uh, his work. That one sticks out to me a lot because I mean that one was you know very impactful like me I, I it's memorable in so many ways yeah and then I'm looking here also the American president which I, I thought was really really good yeah um, but yeah that's that's great man and, and it's not a name ooh and malice I, I did see that that was good stuff so again I really respect your your depth of awareness of different screenwriters and authors and things too thanks yeah there's just there's so much to draw from now um
0: there's 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 kind of almost a flavor for everybody you know if, if if you kind of you know search around you'll definitely find something that really speaks to you and i i found that especially with his 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 expression of of writing in general really really kind of spoke to me and made a lot of sense to me
1: so that's your favorite screenwriter he's you know you saying he spoke to you so I and I know that for some people it's hard to separate maybe like a favorite artist from favorite types of work or something so this one might be a weird question but what is some of your what are your favorite kinds of stories so you have like a favorite screenwriter but does he necessarily write your favorite kinds of stories what are your favorite stories my favorite stories I
0: I tend to gravitate towards those ones that are very um, character driven. Okay. Um, the television show Hannibal comes to mind uh, because I feel like that is a show that um, is strongly driven by um, the characters and what they're dealing with, um, and the dynamics between um, the relationships that they have with other characters and in the in whatever project that they're in. Better Call Saul is another one. Fantastic, fantastic writing um, in that show and just the ability to it's just it's it's incredible the ability to weave a narrative through um those characters is it's really that's you know ultimately what i'm hoping to strive to, to to even reach like a
1: a tenth of that of that ability it can be frustrating for those of us who who admire works and we expect so much of ourselves yeah and you know and we see these great works and we try and we just strive for that and i I feel that um so what sir do you think is the most recent story you loved um
0: that's a good question because again it spans in different arenas um which is cool because it's, you can appreciate it because also too, what's really interesting with writing is it does, it's, it's interesting because the fundamentals are the same across every um, medium and genre. Uh You still have to abide by a certain structure and uh, for lack of a better term rule set. Okay. Um, But the medium in which it's presented is so different and you do have to be conscientious of that. Um, So it's interesting to be able to kind of look at different mediums. Like I, you know, being able to read a comic book series uh, has a different um, uh, ability to, to construct and tell the story, convey the story than you probably would with a television show or something that's, you know, a little bit different in its um, medium, um, but Hannibal was because I re I re recently rewatched it, so that was an incredible uh, story because I feel that it did a great job of um, uh, pitting the antagonists and the protagonists together in such a way where it really it really made them almost you it's those characters where you love when you yeah. should really be rooting against them you know what <laughs> i'm saying it's it's like they're, they're so bad and so not good people that you but there's elements about them that are just they excite you yeah. they uh they just they titillate you they
1: just they're just you can't look away from them kind um, of in the same way that um i go like for someone to to portray and, I, and you of course are going to have a great vast wealth of knowledge over me on this one but when like an actor plays a character who's despicable and you really hate that character it's really easy to forget for a second like what a great job they're doing yeah. because to make you get that invested is to like oh man i hate that guy that's yeah. really impressive to me Like, I I really respect that. Yeah, and
0: I've come to appreciate, too, how much of the words have to do with that as well because it gives you the freedom to play the character in a way that you can really dive into it and really um, bring out the um, kind of the essence and and kind of that genuine, authentic um, voice of the character. If you've got really good writing because if the writing isn't good it's hard you have a you have a weak foundation i think um i can't remember where i heard it but somebody had said it might it might have been charlie but something about the bones of the house Mm, yes i think that was yeah yeah Yeah. the bones of the house it it doesn't matter all that could be falling apart but if you've got a good foundation everything can be rebuilt but if your foundation's weak, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Um, you can't really go anywhere. Well, he was um, quoting Money Pit.
1: Ah, that's
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 Hey, so I, th- I think with good writing, it, you've got a strong uh, a foundation that your actors can then elevate off of uh, much easier in the sense of um, it gives them a great lift um because then then you kind of know where you're going you know you you, you're able to answer the important questions of your character and then you can really kind of sing you can really fly with it
1: if i can you know you you mentioned um the different types of mediums and and ways that you can interact with characters and if you don't have a good foundation the bones of that story uh there were some bones that were laid down for following story that i thought were very solid that um the last of us video game mm-hmm. like the original game i loved to death and then the second game which you know i i don't play a ton but that's actually maybe might be the first game i've finished in the last five five years maybe more oh, but nice. I, did, I did finish part two and i really enjoyed that story and i thought it was interesting some of the turns that they took with the characters and the way that it's presented that's a different medium that you know as far as Delivering a story, it delivers it in a way that other mediums can't Mm -hmm. and vice versa. But, um, I was really invested in that story, but for some reason I still couldn't, uh, I could not find myself quite maybe where they wanted to take me.
0: Mm.
1: Um, spoiler alert, three, two, one, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I, if, I, if it were my choice at the end of that game, did you beat it?
0: No, but I, I read about oh. it because oh, I was
1: <laughs> I was following it
0: and I was kind of interested because you know there was a lot of controversy with that game and I felt really yeah. bad about the developers dealing with a lot of the garbage.
1: Oh wow! I had see and that I got turned on to when we did a little podcast about it, which will debut on Ruminations for Red Rum, the, mm-hmm. another great podcast that will be on the Ruminations Radio Network. Yeah, Shameless little plug there. Uh, that that episode will debut on that that podcast. But uh, yeah, there's there were some really different things that they some directions they took, and I I wasn't aware of all the negative vibe online with it, and like some of the blowback that they were experiencing. And I I do feel bad for them too because they. They did craft an, an interesting story, so I don't know. know. I don't know what it's worth, but I the thing is, is, is I don't think anybody goes into
0: um, a project saying, "I'm going to make the worst story ever." You know, <laughs> like, everybody is trying to make something good, or at least something that people, other people, will enjoy. Um, so it's really hard when there's a lot of uh, negative uh, feedback that is just unnecessary. There's, there's a difference. And I was just talking with a, uh, another writing colleague of mine that there's a big difference between constructive feedback and just, just, just opinions, opinions that really aren't, don't really provide any sort of good um, uh, suggestions or feedback to, you know, cause again, art is subjective. So yeah. we're all going to have opinions of something, but there there is a line that's just unnecessary you know to that you don't need to cross in terms of being uh negative or critical with your feedback
1: but that's I, that's a completely different tangent <laughs> for another day <laughs> yeah but i mean i get where you're coming from and as, as someone who's a creative i i can feel I, I you know for you like i see what you're saying and I, I get it and i think that more people out there need to you know uh one of my favorite sayings that I've heard recently in the last couple of years was you don't need to yuck. Somebody's yum, Yeah. You know, if, if, if that's someone else's thing, then great, man. Cool. But, but you don't need to tear it apart. Exactly. And then you're right. That is take us down a different Avenue. Um, But as we head down that road uh, let's go ahead and and get ready to break for our next episode uh, that we'll go ahead and dive into with uh, Tony's tall tales ruminations uh, what do we expect? to What are we going to cover? Uh, what can the the audience expect to hear uh, in in your first episode?
0: Um, I guess we just dive into a little bit more of yeah um, uh, elements of story maybe what uh, why we're fascinated with it um, what elements support a good story versus ones that you know maybe missing it and that we think are not as strong. Which I wanna I wanna hear. We'll go back to your point because um, you were gonna make you were make a comment of something about. They, you didn't quite get led to the spot that you think the, uh, the, the, the creators were trying to lead you to. So that would be, that'd be great to, to, to go back into. And then, yeah, just some of the things I, I hope to
1: accomplish with this, um, with this show. Well, I'm really excited to hear what you got to say, sir, and uh, where we're going to take it. And uh, I'm sure that it's going to mean a lot to a lot of people out there who are struggling to create people who are, uh, out there and wanting to express themselves. And as someone who's been there and done it and done a lot of this, the, the work, uh, we're really lucky that you're going to take us along for the ride. Thanks man. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, thanks again for listening. Catch us on this next episode, which will be episode part two of the introduction to Tony's tall tales and part one of the actual podcast that'll be airing as uh, shortly in the nations radio network thanks again for listening you've been listening to ruminations from the red room brought to you by ruminations radio network if you like this cast or want to find some other great topics join me hoptimus host of the retro futurist culture For great discussions on all things retrofuture, check it out and all of our other awesome podcasts at ruminationsradionetwork.com.